good. We have a super exciting episode. Super exciting. We're going to, oh, do you have some stats? Do you want to, what's today's date? Today's date is Sunday, December 3rd. We're recording on <laughs> Sunday, December 3rd. If you're listening, it is on or after Wednesday, December 6th. And we're flying by December already. Right. This is season five, episode 43. We're winding down the year and with our super celebrity guests. I know. So before I was our super VIP honorary garniture guest coming up real soon, but the boys just played Vegas. Oh, hey, welcome to Kissing Lips and Breaking Hearts with the Garden Tarts, <laughs> our YouTubeish podcast. So the boys are back in Las Vegas um, after a couple weeks off, a few weeks off. And they played December 1st, December 2nd, which was Friday and Saturday. Unfortunately, sadly, Shane McGowan from the Pogues passed away. And in a very, very nice tribute, uh, Bono sang some of A Rainy Night in Soho. Yeah. Which was really, it it was really emotional. Um, Very emotional. He also did a snip of my sweet Lord into mysterious ways. Ooh. It was the 22nd anniversary of George Harrison's death. Okay. So I really do wonder if he has, like he looks up on his Facebook, like as <laughs> for memories. I do. That's how I know stuff like that. <laughs> right. I at some point posted the lyrics to a George Harrison song and it came up in my memories. So that's how I do that. But He's definitely got some secret Facebook account going on that reminds oh, yeah. me, or, you know, an assistant, but. <laughs> yeah. Or a few. <laughs> um, yeah. They did um, in the, in the, what did I just call it? The. You caught the freestyle section. Freestyle. Okay. In the freestyle section, they did desire two hearts. All I want is you rainy night in Soho desire two hearts and Sunday. So it added a song onto the, yeah, onto the set list, which I don't think has happened since we were there for our second show. Right, we got an extra song. Yeah, yeah, I think because we right. got um, we got when love comes to town, love rescue me, and I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Right? right. Yeah. So then, um, last night, last night's show in the freestyle section they did um all i want is you desire when love comes town and love rescue me again yeah it's so, awesome it's great that people who went two nights in a row got two different yeah got some different things at That's least cool. two, at least two different songs right that weren't played the night before yeah but the show sound the first i listened to the first show and it did sound like it took bono a little bit to pull in the audience yeah but um, it didn't take long. I mean, he got him in, but it, it the beginning of the show kind of was a little slow and off. Um, but once I think once they hit, I guess it was about, I don't know, once they hit until the end of the world, things seemed to go smoother. Well, that's good. Yeah. I heard there's a new additional graphic for trying to throw your arms around the world. A little different. Yeah thing so i'll be intrigued to see that see if it's still there in february yeah i'm looking forward to it i think that instead of the balloon it's a, there's a door 
I think he's I, still walking around with the balloon with the sheets, which I assume is the balloon, but it sounds right. like he ends at the door. Yeah. Is what I think. I just saw one say. picture and I didn't hear anybody talk about the balloon. So I assumed that that wasn't there, but that that's just my assumption. I don't know. I've seen pictures of him with the sheet. Holding the sheet. Okay. Yeah. So I s- presume that's yeah what it is, but I haven't, I don't have confirmation on that. I yeah. cannot cite a source. No, you can't. Me, I can't cite a source either. We just had a friend that took a picture of a door and said, that's new. Yeah, that's it. No more, no further comment. I did read something from someone I just about, yeah, about it, but I just forget the, what, what they said. Yeah. I listened to about half the show on December 1st, but last night I was so tired. I took a train to Maryland and I didn't sleep very well. And I was up so late the night before listening to the damn show. Stephen said, I have to go to bed before I can turn on the show. And then you're like, here's the Mixler, everyone. (laughs) I almost called you out on it, but I figured you're- You should have, because I had no business doing that. It was kind of stupid. And I wasn't even packed or anything. I just went to bed. I'm like, tomorrow Hillary will deal with it. And she did it nicely. Yeah, good. So before we introduce our guest, she- just talked to Adam Clayton and he gave us an update on an album and a tour, which we actually don't talk about with her, what that is. So we've already talked to her. (laughs) (laughs) Adam says they hope to have an album out next year and tour the following year, which feels about right. As long as things go smoothly. Yes. So that's exciting that that is their intention. So it also kind of sucks because while we're spending our money, we also have to save it. I know, but aren't you glad they're not planning on touring next year? Yes, I am. Well, they are. They are. They're not touring, but they have shows next year. When it's interesting, they've announced another band at Sphere. They have. Fish is going to be playing four nights in April. And I don't know what that... I mean... I, if there's if you two's there and they also have the movie, I mean, depending on what the bands want to do with this actual staging, right? You could have a different band every night. Every night, there's no reason why you can't. You just need, you know, a flash drive, like right, and the equipment. I mean, I have one right here. I have one sitting next to <laughs> right here. And if one. they all can just share the but same drum just, set, this is big. But if you just plug that in at Sphere. You're good to go. I imagine it's just like a, a tiny little like thumb drive. Thumb drive like like a spy would use. I don't know. <laughs> or like you get free at a conference. <laughs> yeah. I just happen to have a big one laying next to me. That's awesome. That's, that's, you know, you don't even need that much. Right. Hmm. Well, should we get to the exciting part? We should. We should. Well, here we go. As promised, we have a super special guest today. Who has some super exciting stuff to share. Yes, very exciting. So honorary garden tart, second time participant in our podcast, Kira Lawrence. Hi, Kira. Welcome. Yes, welcome back. Thank you for having me. so Um, So it's lovely to be back. It's lovely to see both of you again. 
Yeah, Same. thanks for having me on your podcast again. The garden tots are amazing. <laughs> Thank you. You're amazing. You're amazing. For people who may not know you, do you want to like introduce yourself, say a little bit about sure. your work and your podcast? Sure. Hi, everyone. My name is Kira, uh, Kira Lawrence. I'm 44. I live with a learning disability. But I'm also well known as the first cousin of you two's The Edge. So we're first cousins. That's the you two link here. Um, but basically, in my own career hat, I work at Mencap, which is the UK's leading learning disability charity. I've worked at Mencap now for 23 years. So I've been there a very, very long time. And my job is all about making sure we're really including people with a learning disability in all of Mencap's work as much as possible. That now is my job. So since I last spoke to you guys, my job at Mencap has changed. So I'm no longer working on our Mencap big plan. I'm now working around the work of inclusion within one team. So I've now been shifted out of the CEO team and back into the communications team at Mencap. And I'm basically working with our communications team to make sure any comms that go out about learning disability, about Mencap, are really accessible, that they're really clear, and that I use my role my job role right now is to use my experience for people to come to me and say Kira we would like to do this I'll then go okay all right brilliant let me just help advise you so my my leader role is much more now advising using my experience to help people shape their work in a more inclusive way. So that is now my job at Mencap. It's changed a little bit over the last year. So that's what I'm doing now. That right. sounds awesome. And I mean, it's been, I think, two years maybe since we last talked and you educated us so much. So much. On, you know, bits of inclusion and, you know, how... Just like it's it's some of the simplest things, but you have to actually think to do it to make sure people with learning disabilities are included. And I'm so glad you get to do that from Mencap. Yeah. What an amazing role for you. Congratulations. And thank, thank you, you for all that you do, because yeah. I mean, you definitely taught us a lot last time around. Yeah. It's really important to me as a person who lives with a learning disability, I have lived experience and it's really important for me to raise my voice and say not only when things are good and are, are okay, but also to say, actually, this isn't okay, let's change it. And that's okay too. So I'm, you know, so proud of all that, I, that I've achieved. And, you know, I get to also, you know, get to do wonderful things. So next year in 2024 i've got a very exciting personal project starting 
I'm going to be working with a really lovely children's book publishing company. They're called Sweet Cherry Publishing. And I'm going to be recording my voice on some of their audio books. No so way! I'm really, so really excited. Cool. Yeah. Um, I've got a meeting in early January up in Leicester to go and meet their team and to kind of work out how... I'll do my role and so while I'm there I'm also going to be recording my first audio book to get that under my belt and I'm really excited so that's one thing that I'm taking on in 2024. I'm going to be the voice of children's stories audio books which is really lovely. And that just sounds like it suits you so well. Yeah. Your voice is perfect for that too like that's I love what 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 a joyful thing, an exciting thing. Yeah, it's really exciting. They're a really lovely company. So they work with publishers and they work with agents, they work with authors, and basically they will publish their books. And so I've seen some of their books already, and they're gorgeous. They're for little children, right up to children who are 12, 13, 14. Mm-hmm. And some of them are picture books some of them are story books some of them are sensory books and they're really lovely I can actually show you an example I've got an example of one just give me one sec hold on okay okay that's exciting it is very exciting oh I love that name sweet cherry (laughs) very publishing so there's the tote bag um and then they so I'll just I'll just flip through. I'll choose just one or two. So like books like this, which are really nice, like story books, right through to um books like Jane Austen. Oh cool. Yeah. Yeah. They've also published their own version of The Wizard of Oz. They've published their own version of Oliver Twist. Um, So they've got some real classics that they published as well, as well as writing storybooks for children with a disability as well. They've started to do that more now as well. So it's really inclusive. Nice. Um, So I'm really excited about working with them. Here's their (laughs) catalogue. I was given this because I have young children now in my family. I have three nephews. Yeah, I've got three nephews, one niece. So I will be buying some books from their (laughs) catalogue for Christmas for my nieces and my nephews. So I'm really excited because when they came to me, they heard about me through my podcast, which was amazing. They didn't come to me through Mencap. They came to me through my podcast and they heard some of my episodes and they said, Kira, would you like to work with us? So, of course, I said yes. I was like, that's an amazing start for 2024. Like, and it will be my own personal project. It will be my own personal piece of work. And it's really nice. And this year, I'm going to be quite honest, this year, 2023 hasn't been very nice 2023 for me personally professionally 
2023 has not been great for me. Um, this year has been sad. This year has been quite upsetting. I've had to deal with lots of change this year, not only personally, but also professionally in my own career. Sadly, I lost my father-in-law this year. My father-in-law passed away at the end of August. Yeah, I'm so sorry to hear that. Thank you. Yeah, we all knew it was coming, but just it was kind of when and if and how. So obviously Mark's now without his dad and that's that's been a lot to deal with in the last few months. So obviously we've had to deal with him passing. Then we had to deal with the funeral. Then we've had to help his mum with lots of legal stuff. So that's now all out of the way. So now we can kind of all move on a little bit, which has been actually quite welcoming. It's kind of now we're in the period of his mum's slightly redecorating the house at the moment um, and kind of putting her own stamp on the house now. So that wow. feels really nice. It's it's Anne's house now. Yeah. And it's, that feels really nice. So... She's changed a few of the rooms around just to make it feel a bit more her house. So that's been really nice. Then I've had a lot of work changes to deal with this year. So we sold our Mencap London office and we've moved out. And now we're in a brand new office. So that's been a lot of change that's been happening internally. Sadly, some of my friends who I work with left this year because they weren't very happy. So that was quite sad to say goodbye to them. But they're all doing really well. I've spoken to them all, like they're really settled. So I'm I'm really pleased for them. But that was really hard to say goodbye. Yeah. So in a way, I'm looking forward to a really lovely start to 2024. And kissing goodbye 2023, like I'm ready to say goodbye to 23. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward to next year, new start. Hopefully things will be a bit more settled next year. Things will calm down next year. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're all ready to like... We're all ready to move 2023, on. like don't let the door hit you in the butt. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> yeah. we are ready to move on. Yeah. Well, it's great to have such a positive and optimistic outlook that will certainly set you up for success in this book deal. That is just amazing. That's so exciting. So I feel like that is a perfect transition since they yes. found you through your podcast. Yes. Tell us about your podcast, Kira's Pink Sparkle Pod. Okay. So as you have all hopefully seen, my interview episode with Adam Clayton, U2's bassist, has come out now online. It has had really wonderful feedback. Like, I am honestly, I have been amazed by the feedback that I've had already. I've had people say how lovely it was, how warm it was, how honest it was, how open it was. I was really afraid that people would listen to it and kind of not care about it. I was quite nervous of putting it out 
because I was like, it's quite deep because obviously in the episode Adam talked about his past addictions, it was it got quite deep at certain points. And obviously I've never had a podcast where I've ever talked about anyone about those kind of things before. Like I I haven't gone there. I haven't, you know, I didn't know very much about mental health, even though it's a really big subject in England now. I didn't know much about drugs and alcohol because I haven't been there. I haven't experienced it like Adam had. Yeah. And it was quite a deep conversation, but I was really taken by him because it all happened when I was quite young. I didn't know half of what he suffered, what he went through. Yeah. And for me, as a U2 family member, because I was young when I first knew about U2. I was quite young. I was only nine or ten when I first really knew about U2 and who my cousin was. And really, I didn't know Adam that well. Like, Adam, to me, was always someone... He was very private. He was very shy. He didn't come backstage. He didn't come and chat to people. He, you know, he went, you know, back to the hotel after shows. He didn't really, we never saw him growing up, really. So for me, it was really, I don't know what the right word is, but I was taken aback by how open he was because really... Even though he has seen me and known me through my own cousin, through my own family, he does. He didn't really know me. He doesn't really know me that well, even though kind of I've grown up knowing of him. Right. And so for me, I was really shocked by what he told me. I didn't know half of what he'd been through. And I wish, you know, we could have been able to help him more. I wish, you know, if I could turn the clock back and know about it back then, you know, could we have done something as the U2 family to help him? And obviously, I know the U2 boys helped him a lot, which was great. And, you know, all the boys, you know, were there for him. And U2, you know, the whole U2 team were behind him. You know, they all supported him, which was amazing. But... You know, I was only very young when this all happened and I had no clue. And mm. so for me, I'm really glad he felt really open to talk to me about those things. Um, But also it was really lovely to get to know him on a one-to-one because I'd never had that. Anytime I was ever in the room with him, my cousin was always there. So, like, I never really felt that I had ever got to know Adam as a person. Like, we'd say hi at things, we'd say hello at things, but I never really, you know, I didn't have a relationship with him. I didn't really know him that well. I'd met his mum a few times at shows in the past, and she was lovely, Joe, Joe, his mum. Mm. But really, I didn't know his family. I didn't know him very well. And so it was fantastic to get to know him on a one-to-one basis to chat and to kind of for him to get to know me and for me to get to know him a little better 
and it was really lovely. It was really warm. It was really honest. It was really open. And what I wanted from it is if it could help other people speak up about their own mental health, then we've kind of helped somebody. That's what I hope people will get from the episode is that actually if they're struggling, that actually it's okay to go and ask for help. It's okay to ask for support. It's okay to not be okay. Yeah, it was, it was, you know, a completely different conversation that I thought we were going to have. But actually, I was educated because... I didn't know about alcohol and drugs and things like that. I didn't know about those things. So for me, I got a real education in actually those things are really can be dangerous if they get out of hand. So I was, he's educated me. I hope I've also educated him in about my world with learning disability as well. Sadly, some of the stuff that I talked to him about, about learning disability, sadly got cut from the interview piece. They got taken out or else they would have been in. Yeah. Um, but hey-ho. Um, hey-ho. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was really lovely. I absolutely adore Adam. Like now that I've got to know him better and I know about him a bit more, it will be really nice the next time I see him, like we'll be able to have a hug and like chat and it will be really nice. And I, I feel I know him better now. And I, I've kind of, he's got to know me and I've got to know him and it was really nice to have that opportunity with him. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, listening to it, it was really obvious from the start that you just created a completely comfortable place for him to speak so freely and I really enjoyed hearing him talk about his mom yeah that was and I mean he seemed to enjoy talking about yeah so I felt like that was you know just like a good deed on everybody's end right yeah and then obviously he mentioned my lovely auntie as well um his mom my auntie he mentioned her so I I had a little tear in my eye I was like oh that was really nice that he mentioned her too so that was really lovely so that kind of set it off from a really nice kind of that was a really nice introduction at the beginning and then we were able to go into the episode so yeah we good old mums hey (laughs) yes right it it sounded you seemed so just confident you know like I feel like if we had Adam on our podcast it would be a whole lot more of like uh, um." (laughs) (laughs) but you were so just chill and comfortable with him and that I mean that's obviously you know having another aspect of a friendship um you know, our family, like, yeah. but it that was very impressive about your podcast was just how cool, you know, uncomfortable you were. Yeah. Okay. And it's just, it's, and you alluded to this as well. It's just such a warm conversation. Very warm. Very warm. And, um, and honest. You I mean, for facilitating just, that. Yeah. 
not not just him talking about you know his his addiction and his mental health issues but also you know the information that he talked about in terms of the future of you too that was super it was, that was just again just super honest with everything and yeah that's just you know i i mean as podcasters you know what you're doing i mean like like to be able to get that angle again yeah. i don't know that we you know we have the expertise i hope so but you definitely had the expertise to go for the right questions. And you, I mean, you've provided like breaking news kind of. <laughs> it is breaking news. And the, the world has picked up on it. <laughs> he hadn't said, I mean, we, we hang on every word that they say, and he definitely hadn't said those words before. So but now you're yeah. like, listen to this podcast to hear when the next U2 album might come out. Like, <laughs> yeah. um, Lee, leading up to it, you two management team have briefed me because what we normally do is how they work is they'll kind of give you guidelines as in what you can ask, what you can't ask. Like they are very clear with you beforehand. So I knew, I knew that I could talk about the album. Like they were like, yeah, that's fine. But obviously he didn't go in like he obviously said what he said but obviously because there was someone from management sitting on the call even though they weren't seen on the on the screen there was someone from management on the call with him so he obviously knew that he could only say certain things about the shows and about the album because obviously nothing's set in stone quite yet kind of they're still having discussions about everything going forward. Um, so I think he he said what he was allowed to say, I think, but kind of, yeah, I was being a bit careful because I didn't want to kind of take words out of his mouth and go, oh, so that's official then, is it? Kind of, I, <laughs> I was trying to kind of be a bit behaved and kind of going, okay, cool, yeah, great, brilliant, fab, great. Um, and, you know, it was... Because a few days leading up to it, Bono had been doing some interviews and he started talking about the album, the kind of the idea behind the album. And I was just like, no, you're going to ruin my scoop. No, <laughs> no one it. believes Bono. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He so can do like, whatever he wants. They'll trust Adam. They'll listen to Adam, but not Bono. We do. So, I trust um, Adam. <laughs> yeah. I, I was... I was a bit worried because I thought Bono was a going to blow my scoop. I was just like, please don't Bono shut up, please. Um, Cause I, I really wanted to get an exclusive out of it. And I really thought Bono was going to open his mouth and say it and kind of blow my exclusive. I was a bit worried. Yeah. But actually it was all fine. And obviously, you know, I knew, so I couldn't tell anybody beforehand. So again, I had to keep my mouth shut a little bit, which was really hard. But I did it. I did it. I was very they were very proud of me. They were like, here you get quiet. So I was very <laughs> I was very proud of myself. Yeah. Um But, you know, it's lovely because I have, you know, I am respected by the U2 team. They know that I won't go bragging or I won't go saying anything if they tell me not to. They trust me now, which is really nice. Um, And it's a really lovely interview. And, you know, to get Adam to say yes, 
was really lovely because originally I did ask Bono if he would do it, but he turned me down. So then I said to Edge, would you ask Adam? Like, you know, I don't know Adam very well. And actually it would be a really nice opportunity to get to know Adam as Adam. And he was like, I'll ask him for you. So he kind of helped me ask him. And he and Adam said yes, and that was really lovely. It was really kind of him. He didn't have to do it. I didn't force him into it. He said yes voluntarily. And it was it was so kind that he said yes to me and that he said yes to doing it. And it was a really nice chance for me to get to know the real Adam and to get to know about him as a person. And now, whenever I go to a show now in the future, it will be really nice because kind of we'll know each other and, you know, we'll be able to chat more easily and kind of say hi. So that would be really nice. I'm really looking forward to an Adam hug next time I see him now. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. I was going to say it's a shame that the stuff you talked about with the learning disability were cut out, but at least that got to him. Yeah. And he is yeah. someone that supports so many things that you educated him and that will ultimately make a difference. Yeah, definitely. Like when he was talking about when he was younger and he was saying it was more of an ADHD thing that he had, we then spent a couple of minutes talking about that then I said, actually, that's a really nice segue into actually my disability. And then we started having a chat about my education and about my own life as a person who has a disability. Yes, it might have been different to his, but mine's different. And we had this really lovely, lovely chat about, you know, if you have the right support around you, you can achieve type chat. And and that got taken out, which I I was sad about. And I wish that had been kept in because I, I would have loved for people have, to have heard that. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. But hey-ho. Um, but I've still got it on camera, so I can, I can <laughs> I've got real. it. So... Yeah. You know what happened. Yeah. 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 Um, Go ahead. I was going to say, if there was one thing that you could have asked with even like, who could like hypothetically not even think about approval, like from management, whatever. If there's one thing you couldn't ask and didn't or couldn't, what was it? Do you know? Oh, Well, at the beginning, I asked him how you play a bass guitar, because obviously I don't play guitar. So it was really interesting to learn how to play a bass guitar and learn how to know about one, because I've never seen a bass guitar in my life. So that was really nice to kind of learn what a bass guitar is and what it does and how you play it. So that was really something new for me that I didn't know about. So again, he educated me in how to play a bass guitar. So that was really nice. I think the thing that I... I think for me, the only thing I wish had been in 
was where I chatted with him about learning disability because at the end of the day, that is the message of my podcast is about raising awareness of learning disability. Yeah. So, you know, it's, and I, I really don't want to criticize. I'm not trying to criticize. I'm, and I'm not trying to have a go at anyone here. I, I'm just putting it out there. But I just felt for me that was important to have in the episode because he actually said to me, I'm really proud of all you've achieved, Kira. Like I've seen you growing up and I've seen you achieve. And I I was gutted that was taken out that moment because that could have been a really lovely thing for people to hear, to hear that he knows that I've achieved a lot of things in my life. Um, well, they'll, they'll hear it now. Yep. <laughs> you just said it, so everybody who listens to our podcast, at least, will know yeah. that it happened. Thank you, and thank you for that. Um You know, I think the other thing that I felt I wish I probably would have asked him is probably, I mean, I did ask him about the Vegas shows. I asked him all about Vegas. I might have asked him, I think I asked him the killer question about the new album. I did that. So that was still on the list. I asked him about the Vegas shows that was still in the list. I think one thing that I felt I wish I could have asked or wanted to ask is, you know, what does being in that band mean to him? Like I did ask him what it's like to be in U2 now but I would have liked to have asked him, you know, what does being in that band mean to you? Like, what does it mean personally to you? Like, what does it mean for you? I think I would have liked to have asked him that. So, yeah, I think that's one thing I would have liked to have asked him, but I only literally had half an hour with him, which went way too quickly. Like, the half an hour was up like that. Um, And actually, do you know what? He had flown home from Vegas the night before and he had only been home a couple of hours before he did the interview. Oh, wow. Um, So he was jet-lagged. He was tired. I could see it in his face he was tired. But he still did the interview because he didn't want to cancel me. That meant so much to me personally he could have turned around and gone sorry no I'm not doing it I'm jet lagged but he did the interview and that to me showed me how much he respects me as a person Mm -hmm. yeah for sure so I yeah I felt like I I got my half an hour with him so tell us where people can hear your your podcast Okay, well, I can tell you because I have a card. Let me just get my card with all my things on it. Hold on. Okay. I decided to do some promotion. Um, I decided to go into promotion for my podcast. 
So I've got some cards made up. I don't know nice. if but my I've been leaving them in places in the local area where I can leave like cards and stuff. Yeah. So my podcast is on Spotify. My podcast is on Google Podcasts. My podcast is also on Amazon Music, Podchaser, Pocket Casts, wherever you get your podcast from. Right. And Apple. I know I listen on Apple Podcasts. And we'll put links to these. Listeners will have links to these in our show notes. Fab. I also... I also now actually have a podcast website, which is, I think the address is kirispinksparklepod.com. Okay. Kirispinksparklepodcast.com. It's one or either. Um, But a lovely guy got in touch with me through my work at Mencap, and he said for free... I would love to build you a website to promote your podcast. And he literally didn't want any money for it. He didn't want anything for it at all. He found out about the work that I do. And he has literally built me a website promoting my podcast. I found yeah. it. Yeah. It is pinksparklepod.com. Fab. So I now have cards. I now have a website. So Kira has gone global, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Heard it here, folks. Um, and I actually looked at the Apple podcast chart today. So currently, the episode with Adam is number four in the Island Apple podcast non-profit chart, number four, which is amazing. Yes. Congratulations. Um, Thank you. It's also currently number 40 in the UK Apple podcast non-profit chart. So hopefully that will go up a little bit when this goes out, hopefully. Yeah. Um, It's also number 11 in the Brazil Apple Podcast Nonprofit Chart. It's all, if you um, Google Apple Podcast Nonprofit Chart, you can then click on the link and it sends you to the chart so okay. you can see where mine is placed. It's yeah. very exciting. It's very exciting. Congratulations. Yeah. That's amazing. My gosh. Yeah. I was even number one three weeks ago. I got to the number one spot three weeks ago. That's amazing. All that yeah. hard work's paying right. off. You beat Kevin Bacon, right? I beat Kevin Bacon. <laughs> that is actually That's great. That is such a Put that on your resume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I beat Kevin um, Bacon. My boss was very impressed. Like, my boss was like, why is Kevin Bacon a podcaster? He's not a podcaster. Like, I'm amazed you beat him. I don't understand why his podcast is in that chart. It's not even a non-for-profit podcast. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, but yeah, it got to number one. It beat him. So sorry, Kevin. Um, <laughs> it would be very honored if Kevin Bacon was listening to us. <laughs> yes, yes. 
So do you know what? I'm just very proud of what my podcast is achieving. And, you know, all I wanted out of my podcast was to educate people about having a learning disability. I've now had more than 70 episodes published. I've had lovely feedback from people about my podcast. I've even now got celebrities asking to come on it, which is lovely. Next year... I've got some brilliant guests coming on. So next year, I've actually shaken my podcast up a bit for next year. I'm going to change it up a little bit next year. So next year, Kira's podcast is going to have more people on it next year, like campaigners, activists. Um, So I'm going to have an episode about housing for people with a learning disability. I'm going to have a themed one around healthcare for people with learning disabilities. I'm going to have a themed one on employment for people with a learning disability. I'm going to have some disability activists coming on um, as guests next year. So Kira's Pink Sparkle Pod next year, 2024, is going to have a bit of a little makeover... I'm going to do things slightly differently. Instead of just having celebrities on, I'm going to have lots of different people because I really want to kind of take it in a new direction for next year and just see what it achieves and see whether I can get any more numbers. And I think it's really important that not only do I have celebrity guests on it, but also I talk to real people and hear their stories too. Yeah. Um. So next year I've got some amazing campaigners coming on talking about different issues that people with a learning disability face. So I'm very excited about those. And I think next year also I've got some journalists. So I'm hoping I'm going to educate some journalists in what it's like to live with a learning disability. So, yeah, 2024, my podcast is going to have a slightly different feel, but I really hope people will listen to those episodes and take something away from each one. So each one will have a theme, each one will have a message, and I think it's going to be really nice to have something different in each episode next year. Um, so yeah, look out for more amazing episodes to come next year. Um, and let's see what it achieves. Yeah. Yeah. You have, you have one episode a month. Is that yeah. correct? Okay. Yeah. Very exciting. Yeah. Sure. Sounds like it's going to be your year. I really hope so. And, you know, all I want is I want people to listen to it and understand what it's like to have a learning disability. And I want them to understand what having a learning disability means. I want them to educate themselves about what a learning disability is and what it isn't. I want people to listen to it and go, ah, okay, I know learning disability is this, it isn't this. 
And I really want that to come across next year and not just listen to an interview with a celebrity, even though they're lovely. I want to actually really use my episodes next year to educate people. Um, So I'm really excited. I hope people like them. I hope people will listen to them. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm really pleased. And I, I feel like for a while... I've wanted to kind of give it a different theme of different feel. And I think it will, I'm looking forward to seeing how it does next year and then see where else I can take it and see whether anything else comes out of it. Um, But for now, I've got my career at Mencap. I've got my audio books role coming my podcast coming back in 2024. So I've got lots of nice things to look forward to in 24. So I'm hoping 24 is going to be a good start. It It sounds like like it's going to be amazing. Definitely on the right foot. Congratulations on all of that. It's just all your hard work. It shows, it shows and it's paying off. We look forward to following you and all of your adventures. And can I use this space to make a comment? Is that okay? Sure. Yeah. Recently, people have said to me, I only have my career of who my cousin is. People have said to me recently, I only have my career because of who my cousin is and who my family are. And I just want to prove that actually that's wrong to say that because I don't have my career of because of who my cousin is. I haven't earned my career because of who my cousin is. And I just want to say to those naysayers who say that about me, I don't have my career because of who my cousin is. I don't have my job because of who my cousin is. I just want to take this moment to please say to people, please be careful what you say online to me because I've had to read those things and they have been very upsetting to me recently. So please can people be careful what they say because it does get seen, it does get read and it comes across a certain way. And I just want to lay the message home. I do not have my career because of who my cousin is. I do not get what I have because of who my cousin is. So please stop saying that because it's not true. So just please be careful online what you say because I've seen those and they're really hurtful. So I just please... I. Thank you. I just wanted to put that here because I just want people to stop making accusations. Anyone who says that has never heard you has never. They have no idea. That's just that's just unfair to say that, because clearly, you know, listening to you for for two minutes will make you understand that you are where you are because of you not because of anyone else also you know that the interview where edge said um 
that the way he got to 10 Downing Street was because of you, not because of him. Yeah. That's to me, I, I that still I think about that and that still just blows me away. What an accomplishment. Right. Anyone who says otherwise is just that's just cruel. And and if it was that okay. easy, every cousin of every famous person would have any platform they want. Like and that's not the case. No, it's not. I mean, you're, this is yours. Yeah, you earn this, and nobody should. You tell us when people make those comments. We'll come. Oh, back. Yeah. We'll, tell us, and we'll, we'll back you up. Hear them. <laughs> um. So I thank you. I just I wanted to say it here, so that people hear this and stop saying those things because they're just very hurtful. Yeah. And I just want to take this time to say, if I may, that online bullying is not acceptable. No. If you can't say something nice to someone online, do not say it at all. And that's all I want to say. Absolutely. And we'll Thank share you. that message. We'll share it wide. Gosh, people are people are so mean. So very mean. So and ridiculous. Yeah, and they don't I even mean, know. They don't even know. No, they don't. And people, you can just keep scrolling. You don't have to comment on everything. So you know, so I've mean. had this for so long. I've had this for many years where people have gone, oh, Kira, you only get things because of your cousin. And it's untrue yeah. it's totally bullshit sorry no oh, we curse and all I'm, the time <laughs> i'm really fed up of people saying i only have what i have because of my cousin and if he was to hear some of the things that have been said to me he would be horrified oh yeah i'm sure um, so I just wanted to take this moment on this podcast to say, if you can't say anything nice to me online, please leave me alone because it's not okay. Mm-hmm. And that's all I'd like to say. Thank you. Yes. Well, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. This was, as always, a great episode when you visit us. Very important guest. Yes, VIP for sure. Is there anything else that you'd want to add or anything, Kira? No, just thank you for having me again. Yeah. Um, And And if you're listening, be sure to check out Kira's new episode, uh, to all her episodes, but especially her new episode where she interviews Adam from YouTube. Yeah, Yeah. it's truly Um, a gem. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for this time. Thank you for this opportunity. It means a lot. Um, And I'm just going to end off by wishing you both a very happy Christmas. If I don't see you before then, I also wish you a happy new year um, and look forward to hopefully maybe meeting you somewhere on the U2 road in 24 or 25, depending on when things happen. We'll just, we'll just make it happen. We'll just just make it happen. happen. For sure. Well, thank you, Kira. Here's to happy Christmas. Happy new year to you. We can't wait to see what 2024 brings you. And you both, I hope you have a wonderful year ahead 
Um, and hopefully we'll get to meet somewhere on the U2 road, yeah. somewhere in this world at some point. And I'd love to meet you both. And also, if you would like to appear on my podcast, I would love to have you both. So please have a conversation and let me know if you'd like to come on. And I will have you both on if you would like to come on. I mean, yeah. We would be, we would be very, let's talk about it. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Let's get it in the diary. Thank you. Yes. Um, yes, please. Well, we, we'll, we'll Scott, we'd be happy. Honored. All right. Brilliant. All right. Let's make it happen. We'll get something in the diary. Great. Sounds good. Well, cheers to you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Oh, what a delight. Really? That was so great. So good. We are so honored. It just that, makes me smile. I mean, that 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 she takes the time to share yep. with us, for sure. That was just so great. Yeah. Thank you, Kira. Yes. And people, really, you have to listen to her, her podcast. It's um, she talks to really cool people. She really does. And I mean, really cool. I like to, you know, pat myself on the back, pat us on the back. But she has a, a just totally different caliber podcast than we have going on. Right. Like, I mean, she was really interviewing celebrities every month. Yeah. Some bigger, some smaller. We've been talking about the Adam interview. She has interviewed The Edge. And, you know, she's 50, she's 50% of you two down. Yep. She is, definitely. She's halfway there. Yep. Um, well, yep. check out her podcast you can go to pinksparklepod.com you can listen right on that website you can also she also has links to um the other streaming services that she's on so check that out be an advocate be an ally to people if you see someone talking smack to someone else online speak up i mean it really is necessary because i mean i think you know part of it might be that bullies are also bullied and maybe they have you know hurt deep inside that they feel like they have to take it out on someone else but it's you just can scroll by you don't have to comment on everything you see and that's such an important thing to remember I mean there are plenty of times where I want to comment on something but what's the Unless it's going to be actually, you know, useful in a non-sarcastic way or something. I don't, I mind my own business and you should mind your own business too. It's not necessary. Online is um, meant for sharing information and having discussions, not snide, backhanded, rude remarks that are only meant to hurt people. That's just actual like cowardice right there. Yeah. Well, again, thanks for listening, y'all. Thank you so much. And um, we'll be back next week. Yep. We have uh, all kinds of stuff coming up. Yeah. And the rest of all that you can't leave behind will be here before the end of the year. Yep. That'll be it. I'm working on it already. That's our end of the year. So, and then we'll dream it up again in 2024, just like Kira. Yep. Okay. Well, goodbye. Bye. We'll be back next week with more YouTube-ish content. In the meantime, keep chatting with us on social media at the underscore Garden Tarts. Sign up for our newsletter at thegardentarts.com and share with your YouTube friends. You can support us on Patreon, buy me a coffee, 
and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Kissing Lips and Breaking Hearts, a YouTube's podcast with the Garden Tarts, is created, produced, and edited by us, the Garden Tarts. Intro and outro music by December. See you next week.